Thank you for coming to our second episode for our podcast. We're KTCG. KTG stands for Keep the Conversation Going. We basically want to take conversations that people don't really have with their family and friends and like trying to continue it, maybe bring different perspectives and like introduce new ideas to the different conversations. And so that's our mission, that's our motto, and that's what we want to push out to the world. So today, we're talking about black men are trash, like the statement itself, how that has an effect on the black community, what men feel about it, how women feel about it, which was the first part that we had. And uh, yeah. almost like a response to what you were saying. So we've got a bunch of questions that you guys are going to answer that the women felt about. And hopefully you guys here, I feel like I got a diverse group of people, maybe different experiences with women and stuff like that. And so we'll see how the conversation goes. So if you, if you introduce yourself, what do you guys do for a little bit, and then we can get the podcast started. Wait, wait, do we do this in order or we just like a unorganized uh, classroom? <laughs> I, I can call, I can call um, Zeke, Zeke. All right, so my name is Ezekiel Zeke Williams, the host of the Let's Together podcast. Pretty much uh, another podcast has both my manager, me, on. About random, um, not random podcasts, mostly like what about the guests do in terms of like, their interests, their hobbies, and their origin stories, and also Twitter. Nice, nice. Okay, Quinn, you can go next. All right, my name is Quinn Jones. I'm a special education middle school teacher who teaches science. That's what's up. Um, I knew I met in Jamie since uh, college at Baruch College, so. Yeah. Okay. Bakari? Yeah, yeah. So, my name is Bakari Jenke. Uh, currently working in finance within, um, in the credit research group at an investment bank. And also met Ahmed and Jamis at Baruch as well. So, you know, go Bearcats, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm tripping. I should have bought. I should have worn my boot hoodie, but anyway. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> deep in here, you by yourself. But really, what's up? You can introduce yourself. Oh, my bad, my bad. You're like cutting a little, so I wasn't sure if that was my name. Hi, I'm Raheem, and um, I am a media content creator with Samsung. Met Hamed before I knew what morals and being nice was, which was high school. <laughs> and um, that's been pretty much it. You know, he's been an outstanding friend since then. And here I am trying to share my thoughts on this beautiful subject. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Would you like to start us off with the first question? Yeah, of course. Um, so it's the same way we kind of ask the ladies, uh, just like, what does black men are trash mean to you? Um, that's where we're going to start off at. So however you would define it, um, however you want to break it down, we're going to open the floor and you can go ahead and say what you think about it. Yeah. You guys can raise your hand if you have a thought. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone seems quiet. I don't mind going first. Um. What's popping? Um, for me, I think it's a really complex uh, statement because it's a racial question, in my opinion, to the point where I would never deny that statement ever on this planet. I won't. 
because as big as the statement is, I am black myself, don't get it wrong. But when we say anything like that, you have to exclude yourself from it. I know who I am. I know my worth. I know there's many good, decent men out there, but that ratio is incredibly small. You know, so when I hear that statement, I hear your experience with black men on trash. That's all I hear. You know, but outside of that, it's not like I'm ever up to deny it. You know, like, I, there's mad, mad things. Um, I know my people do. They treat people bad. And I know I'm not like that, but I'm never in denial of it either. You know, it's not like I'm over here running around on some high horse. Like, I do not know the shit that goes down. You know, so when I hear that statement, it's like a, where have you been question? You mean, are you from this area question? Uh, you know, like, it's a, it's a very diverse question. Like, for instance, when you say black men are trash, you mean the black people you've dated are trash. Or the black people you've experienced are trash. What neighborhood are you from? Those are all, like, it's, a, it's not a, a statement that has too much weight to it. But at the same time, if you grew up in an area where you've seen a lot of shit, you know a lot of shit, you won't even deny it either. You know, so it comes down to what's your experience with our people, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not one to deny anything. I just don't see myself doing it. You know, it's very difficult for me to ever deny it. You know, for every good guy, there's like nine bad dudes behind him. Okay. You know, so that's just how I look at that. That's my take on the statement. Do I agree with it? It depends on, you know, <laughs> it's a racial question. It really is. Uh, you know, like you can say you're not, you don't cheat. And I guarantee you a lady knows nine guys who cheated on her before you even said that shit. You know, so would, would that statement matter that you even say that you're not like that because you're outweighed so much? Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like a very, to me, it's a racial question. Thank you for that. Yeah. All right, anybody want to go next? All right. I got you. Um, I think it's more of a statement of, like, frustration because it's like when you look at statistics and, you know, I, I really like to look at the numbers because they help you get a better picture about what's really going on. Yeah. And so, like, when you think about men in a typical American society, mm -hmm. and I don't mean to get, like, gender-rolled here, but throughout all other groups of people, um, the men outpace the earnings by women in their racial group by a lot. Mm -hmm. However, black men and black women have the lowest difference between average wage when you actually look at the wages earned um, from 2017 onward. And so when, you, when, you, when I hear that statement, I think that it's frustration that black women feel that um, black men don't bring enough to the table because uh, on one end, we're not yeah. making a lot of money on average. And on the other end, because we're um, usually raised in one-parent households, a lot of Black men are not in tune with their emotions. So if you're not being emotionally available for your partner, financially available for your partner, or providing um, a situation where your partner would be able to um, participate in like a 
hypergamous um, relationship, then there's not as much benefit seen in dating that person. That's just how I feel. Really? I know you have something to say, but let's wait until everybody does <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have something to add, but I'll wait. I'll wait. Yeah, you go. I'll wait. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry? Yeah, I'll go. Yeah. Um, To me, the statement is a gut check, right? I mean, I think, you know, <laughs> a lot of times, you know, when we hear that statement, you know, we have an immediate reaction, and that's really where we add to the issue, right? And I think for a lot of us, you know, when we hear that statement, like I'll take myself as a because I don't want to speak on anyone else. But when I first used to hear that statement, like I'll speak like years ago, I guess when I first started hearing it, you know, I was pretty sensitive to it, right? I was just like, yo, how, how can you say that? You know, like you can't speak in general, you know, not all men move like that. But I think when you're so quick to hop in and defend yourself, you're yeah, missing yeah. the point. Yeah. Because a lot of the times, like, like this is not being pulled out of osmosis, right? Like when women, especially black women, you know, speak, say that statement is because they've had a specific experience with black men where in one mm -hmm. way or another, we've disappointed, right? And that could be in the realm of dating where, you know, we, they, we've done wrong or it can just be, you know, other general shit. Like, you know, we all use social media. We see how, you know, comment sections or whatever could be very toxic. And more times than not, you know, it's black men turning on black women, right? Yeah. And it, it, it just gets extra weird when, like, you see the exact opposite when, like, you know, in a situation where, like, you know, something's after black men, it's our black women who carry us. It's our black women who are our biggest supporters. You know, they're, they're, they're I would here for us. really like to disagree with that in the future. For sure. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, so, I mean, I think, you know, they're there to be, I, I mean, a lot of them, right? Again, we're speaking in generality. So, of course, you could find a lot of, like, ways to disagree but i'm just saying in general and a lot of times we aren't always the best at being there for them so that's what when i say gut check i mean it's a reality check that like you know a lot of us aren't doing what we need to do mm -hmm. and again like sometimes the sensitivity of that line you know makes us kind of want to you know chime in and defend ourselves when in reality if you know you don't move a certain way then it doesn't apply right so yep. then from there what you need to be is an advocate and more than anything, a listener. Like sometimes the best thing you can do is just shut up and listen because you sit down with any black women and hear about their experience dating or not dating, they're going to tell you. And you're going to hear a lot of shit that really makes you feel away. Yeah. And so I think from there, when, when it comes to like, you know, how we want to mend a lot of these issues we have within the community, you know, we, we just have to learn to be better listeners, step one. And then from there, you know, that's where a lot of stuff can, you know, walk to different solutions. But I guess I'm getting too ahead of, too ahead of the question. But yeah, that, that's what that's what the um, statement means to me. Yeah, thank you. I mean, yeah, that's what's up. But, you know, <laughs> listening and action are two different things. Um, and when I was just listening to everyone mm -hmm. and it was like, you know, just to correct something, when women say any group of men is trash, you know, I have a very diverse group of women friends. I have more female friends than men. And the thing is to realize women are normally not talking about finances. Truth be told, like, I would say most of the time women actually pull most of the weight. But the fact that, you know, we are more around the physical aspects of you know, relationships, we tend to think we do more, right? A lot of these women, they already went through a lot of stuff. They pulling their own weight. When they say our men are trash, they're not talking about finances. You know, they're talking about who you are as an individual. 
Like you could move bread. No, anybody can make money, right? But that would never be the defining factor in any woman's eyes. And if it is, you're dating the wrong person. You know, so when, when that's being said, right, it's more of those are just some shitty ass dudes in the first place, you know, like, and nothing's going to change that no matter how, how much you are there available, how much of a good listener you are. In fact, you can listen as much as you want and still be a trash person, you know, but it's one of those moments when you hear that question pull up and you do give yourself a gut check, what side of that statement are you on? Are you the person she's talking about or are you the person that's outside of the box looking on the inside and seeing that this is genuinely just a shitty ass experience for a lot of these women, you know, and how do you even handle that? You know, you don't take it personal. I never take it personal because I get it. I'm not going to disagree. You know, when she, when she don't tell you about her bad past, again, you got to be aware of where, who you're talking to, where they're from. All of that kind of stuff matters, you know, like a good, defi like a good, uh, something that really sets the, sets the stage would be poverty, right? Where you are raised highly matters on your experience with any racial group of people. You know, for instance, poor people, they all move the same. And if you're too rich, you just like to kidnap people and shit. I don't know what it is, but after a certain line, rich people get evil, right? And it comes down to, like, the neighborhoods, the areas. Before Raheem continues, did you have anything to say about the first question? I would just say that I see it more similar. I see it more as like, your, your experience, because I don't like to do generalizations, because you can always find that at least one and that, yep. feels like, that takes out the argument. So I'm always like, okay, so then you can't, and you also don't want to minimize their experience and say, like, your experience doesn't matter because of this thing on this side is happening and it's positive over here. So your experience doesn't exist. You gotta have to play that tightrope of, like, okay, things happen. Now, how do we move forward from there? Not like get over it, but like, how do you now deal with that and better your situations in the future so you don't bring the all that hate and pain to another situation where it doesn't have to come into. Okay. All right. Thank yeah. you. First question. Thank you guys for sharing. Um, now, well, you guys already answered whether or not like you agreed with that statement or not. And Raheem kind of talked about it, about it, but like the men's behavior influencing their ideology of like, oh, okay, this man is trash. And like their experiences that women have with black men, most of the time that when they enter relationships with black men, they experience negative behaviors, right? So what behavior do men portray that may say or make a woman justify that, okay, black men in general are trash? Like what type of behaviors between catcalling, uh, domestic violence and stuff like that, if you guys can share. Jesus Christ, did you ask a question with <laughs> domestic violence? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's real stuff. Right. Last episode, a lot of women, you know, we all agree, you know, the statement is mainly about their behavior, right? So, like, mm -hmm. what are they doing and what actions are they taking? So, women say black men are trash, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I know we touched upon, you know, the whole dating aspect. A mm -hmm. lot of us brought up the fact we have families too. Like, there, there are brothers, there are 
you know, cousins, there are uncles, there are just a whole lot of things that even those black men could be trash or doing trash behavior as well. So like, that's what Hamed is kind of like aiming at. Like, what are those specific behaviors? If you haven't done them yourself, cool. But like, if you know people, you know they've done these things, yeah. you know, we're not judging you. <laughs> just, it's real, right? This is the reality of the situation. And if you guys want to like share, please raise your hand before you share so we can conversation. Oh, I always got knowledge on standby. <laughs> um, but I'll let someone else go. All right, thank you. Uh, Quinn, you raised your hand? Yeah, um, I think, like, part of it is, it, and Raheem kind of touched on it, with, like, you growing up in a certain community. Like, growing up in the hood, you see dudes lined up on the corner, like, hey, yo, ma, let me holler. And, and they be even more vulgar than that. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. They be like, yo, bring it, you know, over here. Mm-hmm. And so it's a common experience that I've heard from all types of black women where they're getting followed by brothers too, getting followed, um, catcalled when they don't want to be catcalled. You might be, um, dudes might just be moving weird, like looking at you while you in the elevator, getting off on a stop that you getting off, even though it's not their floor, you know, <laughs> just generally pestering you just for, you know, being a woman. Um, and so I think since, so many women do feel that, and it's a common experience that many Black women have shared that I've heard um, that they believe that, okay, if there's a lot of men in my community acting like this, then it must just be Black men as trash. That's how I feel about it. That's beautiful. <laughs> oh, I meant just the statement, not the actions. Um, PSA, ladies, that is not normal. Men don't do that shit regularly, so just know don't be scared to label those guys. Huge tip. Um, from my uh, perspective, uh, it comes down to repetition and interest, you know, and you only hear that statement from certain mindsets. You know, I guess we really touched up on that subject already where it comes down to the frequency of experiences, you know, like, uh, you know, if you've been cheated on a couple of times, mm-hmm. you know, you go down that line of thinking women are trash. And I am no one to deny that I haven't felt this way before. But, you know, sometimes you just have to open up to the fact that that specific person was garbage, even though that that experience was the same, Mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, when you have a diverse group of people around you, it's easy for you to really embrace the fact that you just had a bad experience and you don't have to label it as everyone. However... When you do grow up in that a certain neighborhood, you don't have you don't have that opportunity to say people are different. Because the second you start crying, some dude really trying to slide up in you, he don't even give a shit, you know. And that's kind of tiring. And sadly, there's like again the same ratio comes back up. For every one good guy, there's nine garbage guys behind him to prove a lady right, you know. So you can have someone caring about you, then you got someone trying to. It comes down to that repetition, you know. If you're not one neighborhood full of garbage people, you're going to have garbage experiences no matter what. But at a certain point, you got to realize that, you know, like that whole family statement, like you, would, you wouldn't you would even believe the kind of family I came from, right? Uh, when, when I'm talking about trash, that's where trash is at. However, that doesn't define who I am as an individual. And I haven't been the best of people forever, you know, and... You know, after a certain point, you really have to do check yourself. Like, and there's no excuses for it. You know, after a certain age, if someone is a certain 
personality. You can understand them, but that doesn't excuse who they are. So all that family stuff, that don't matter. I don't care who, where you was raised, who brought you up. It doesn't, it really doesn't change much. Yeah. That's just how it is, you know, and, and like may sound a little like cold, but a lot of these women could learn a lot from that where they, where they have to really embrace that and get away from that kind of stuff. Cause you keep it up, they'll be trash forever. Right? It doesn't have to be that way. Thank you for that, Raheem. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think with regards to like behaviors, I probably reinforce this. I mean, I think again, like just with the conversations I've had yeah. with like different women on a topic, and granted, a lot of this are probably is not probably isn't specific to black men. Like, it's not to say black men are the only ones who do it, but exactly. that's the subject here, right? So, I mean, it's yeah. it's a ton of stuff, right? Is um. It's harassment, and you know, in whatever degree it is, right? You know, whether it was a cat calling example, or whether you know you're in a relationship and you have different ways that you know you say certain stuff to really put your woman down, right? So it's like you know, it's, it's harassment, it's you know, infidelity, which is like an obvious thing that you yeah. know, happens in a lot of these relationships. It's you know, the reinforcing of different you know, gender norms, right? You know, like, you know, like, the, it's, it's a lot of shit. It's a lot of, you know, we label a lot of stuff as, like, the umbrella term is toxic, but, I mean, it, 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 it I mean, it applies, right? I mean, I think it's, like, whatever, you know, whatever example you could think of with regards to, like, what you would do that you shouldn't do in a relationship with a woman or even with a stranger, like, you know, really in your pursuit of a woman, you know, a lot of those stuff do come up in this conversation. Mm, yes. Thank you. Zeke? They have, like, music and then... um. When people say music and both sides are pretty much championing it. And then it's just like, yes, entertainment, but how much of that entertainment are you absorbing and then subconsciously projecting? Mm. And then if you and then you celebrating it, are you saying this is okay for certain people or is this okay for everybody? Okay. And like I, I don't uh, to, like I listen to music myself, so like I can't be on the high horse. Uh, uh, nah man, music ain't gonna do that to you. You good. <laughs> Music will not cause you to do anything because if you listen to some Eminem and you didn't blow up anyone yet, music has nothing to do with that. That's just people, bro. Yeah, like sometimes people need that. Sometimes it's that trigger that is going to happen eventually and that trigger just came for that person. Nah, music don't do that. It's <laughs> people that things. do that, brother, man. People. Yeah. And then there's other things like um, I don't think anything outside. Something more like how like actions of like you see like your um like in your neighborhood you see like your grandfather or, like your father or, like other dudes in your neighborhood do things that you do as a child like okay this is normal and it's like it's more expected yeah because I remember like a woman that was like a like, after school program was part of she was like talking she was about how like when she was younger she if she didn't get a cat call then she would feel like she wasn't pretty because like people aren't pursuing her. But like that's not like a normal thing to want because that lot because then like all the implications of like that. I, I like that. I like that. I was scared to talk about that because I don't want to get looked at funny. Um, you know, I am definitely one for giving ladies compliments, and in my experience, I've never had a bad experience or got like some kind of negative vibe. You know, if you look good, you look good. I'm not gonna creep you out. And truth be told, fellas, you better tell your lady she looks sexy, right? And however, it does come come down to how you project that. And a lot of these dudes are really like 
poor self-esteem, too much ego. You know, like, that shit is scary, man. Like, you know, a lady can't even turn a guy down these days or she get killed. Like, how terrifying is that? You know, like, stuff like that is just... I don't even... I can't even comprehend how they learn how to do stuff like that and think it's normal. Like, it's not. It really isn't. You stop dating guys in that area. Right? They crazy. You feel like you've... You were a proponent in the trash behavior. Like, you've... Of course, of course, man. Of course, that's how I became who I am. You know, you don't start out good. I don't believe in all of that. Again, you know how you were raised has a big factor to who you become, but you do have to check yourself, right? Uh Um, But definitely, you know, um, you know, not all the time you know the best moves. And again, it comes down to that feeling like it's normal when it really isn't. You know, so like say like a younger me, you could find him being a scumbag. You know trying to rack up some counts to look good but you know at the time it really did feel like this is what you're supposed to do to get a lady or this is how you get someone's attention you know so it's like it's something that it's like taught taught to you through like observation just being around uh, like the wrong set of people and you know you think that's how it is but it really isn't and that, you know, you want to change this behavior, you got to surround yourself by other people, different experiences, you know. So, yeah, I have I have been, you know, through that kind of stuff, you know, grew out of it pretty fast. It didn't take a lot, yeah. you know, to get turned on like, all right, all right, this is, this is not the way. <laughs> I'm not feeling this. Got you, got you. Yeah, so I have experienced that. I have been through it, mm-hmm. definitely added up to it, you know. um, Yeah. It's hurtful. I, you know, I don't – too much psychology to get into right now, but I, I, I've been there. Thank you. Got, got you. Thank you. And I don't want you guys to be the only group that talks about it, so I'll share my experience of where I feel like I've uh, been a proponent. And it's always, it's always high school. Like I've always <laughs> – you know how – like, oh, when a girl tells you no, like you got to keep going, right? Like, if she tells you no after asking her out, like being... Them like, green stop signs. I feel you. I feel you. Green stop signs, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I liked the girl back in high school, and, like, I was really nice to her. Like, I was friends with her buying gifts, Valentine's Day, um, <laughs> asking her out to the movies, buying food for her. And, like, yeah. I f- there was a moment in my life where I thought, like, me being... The okay. moment where, like, me in high school, like, me being nice, I felt like I deserved that relationship, right? I felt like I needed um, like that was my reward for like giving up my finances or like giving up, like me that girl being every day I felt like she had to return that kindness with a relationship and like I'm pretty sure you guys can see how like how toxic that can be but like me media, me hearing like my friends do it or like just seeing it justifying like movies, music. Like I felt like, oh, the right way to approach women. And like, yeah, being the nice guy and like that would push a woman to like you and stuff like that. And I mean, I'm a victim. It, it, no, it depends on your, your mindset, to be honest. Kindness is truly one of the best ways to get to know anyone. You know, all that hard shit, it never works. Be kind. Seriously, but you it comes down to your ability to accept when someone says no. 
gotcha. you know, and that's where the media kind of messes that up, where you feel like you have to be persistent. Yeah. I am a persistent person, but there is a line to it too, you know, like how far are you willing to go to do that? Anybody else had like uh, experience in their life, maybe back in high school, maybe back when they were younger, where you can reflect? Quinn? Yeah, I felt like, and you know, this might be different from a lot of people. Yeah. But I felt like I actually haven't really added to that toxic <laughs> nature that people <laughs> present from men. And I think part of that is because, like, even from a young age, I wanted to be, like, known as, like, a gentleman. So, like, even, like, in middle school, like, a girl, I gave her a Valentine's and I said, Happy Valentine's Day. And that was it. Just showing her. You know, happy Valentine's Day. I hope you enjoy your day. And that's it. And then, like, you know, I think some of that comes from me just not trying to force the issue. Yeah. So, like, even when my fiancé now uh, from high school, um, even when I first tried to start going out with her and she told me no, I figured at the moment – I was like, all right, we'll be friends. And then we'll see if, you know, anything comes out of being friends. And then, you know, I'd still be supportive of her. I'd still listen to her, still try and be the best friend that I could be. And, you know, on Valentine's Day, you know, give her a present, you know, all of that stuff, you know. And then eventually, you know, when she was ready, we started going out. And so I feel like just trying to be like, I always thought like, I don't want to treat a woman how I would, I wouldn't want to treat a woman how I wouldn't want another man to treat my mother. Gotcha. And so like, I wouldn't want somebody to be on the street objectifying my mother or like, you know, harassing her or doing anything to, you know, hurt her feelings. And so I, I feel like since I grew up in a single mother household, I kind of grew up thinking like, I'm not going to treat anybody how I wouldn't want my mom to be treated. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. You're a better man than me. <laughs> I'm here like, yeah, I don't know about all of that. <laughs> I love that. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think for me, I've been perfect my whole life, so, like, I can't think about oh, it. God damn. <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, I mean, I think for me, though, like, <laughs> I feel like a lot of the more toxic traits I've had in relationships and stuff that I still struggle with now is being like emotionally unavailable in a lot of my mm-hmm. relationships right and I think you know I'm naturally someone who struggles like being like o- like opening up to people right or you know naturally trusting people and because of that you know you often come into those situations where like you know you're in a relationship but you're doing very little to show that you care about the person that you're with you know you're doing yeah. very little to reinforce that like you know, they mean something to you. And a lot of it is just like a pride thing. A lot of it is just like, nah, I'm not going to put myself out there because if she do me dirty, like, I'm be sick. You know what I mean? Like, whatever, you know, childish mentality you have about it, you know, you just kind of, like, carry that through a lot of the situations. So that's something that's that, like... Toxic masculinity, correct? Uh, that on a bit... You, you're unable to be vulnerable. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, mean, I think yeah. a lot of that, for me, is what I struggle with a lot in, like, a lot of my um, past relationships. Like, even now, like, I'm in a relationship now, and... Though I feel like I've gotten a lot better, it's still work to be done on my end as far as, like, you know, you know, continue to be old man. Because at the end of the day, bro, like, I think it's super unfair to bring whatever baggage you had from previous relationships into a new one. Because until someone does something to, to deserve that type of um, 
I guess I'm, 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 I don't know what word I'm, yeah, 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 I guess until they do something to deserve that type of behavior. I don't know why behavior is the way that just screwed me up, but um, until they do something to deserve that, you know, That's you should definitely evil, do all you can to, for me, to make sure they feel loved and make sure they feel valued in that relationship and, Again, that's just something that I wasn't always good at. And so it's definitely still work in progress on that. Thank you. You're not the only one. <laughs> Thanks that's for beautiful, me. man. It's beautiful. Zeke, you got something to say? Uh, for me, like, I always try to not to, like, push boundaries because I don't want to make people feel comfortable. But have I probably done that? I'll probably say yes. Like, fight hasn't come out. Mm-hmm. And, like, nothing big happened. But, like, I can't. Like, it's like, um, what you call it? Intentions versus how to see. Yeah. Okay. So I can't get mad how they perceive my intentions if I wasn't trying to like be too pushy or anything like that. So I say okay. probably yes. I just can't like think of like an example. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that happens. That happens. Yeah. yeah. There's a silver lining in that one. <laughs> a big silver one. Uh, but that's a different topic. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I could go on about this kind of stuff, man, but I, I want to respect the timeline. Got you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. So the next question, move on. Um, I feel like some touched upon it, but if this question is too personal, you guys can pass. No worries. But do you guys have close family and friend members that have treated women disrespectfully? And if so, how have you dealt with situations like that yeah, like for me like like let's say like someone like my uncle garbage ass dude but i don't tolerate that kind of shit you know like i don't have that kind of blood respect per se you know like respect your family like if you're not worth respecting i don't care you know, like so if you piece of garbage i'm gonna treat you like piece of garbage you know like i don't condone that kind of shit around me like if i see my mom's doing some trash shit you out here talking to wild dudes i'm gonna call you out on it you know like uh, it's not so I don't really tolerate it at all. I don't tolerate it from my friends. You know, if Ahmed knows me, he knows the circle don't like me. Right? Because if I say something, I mean it. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't tolerate trash behavior. So, you know, like, you're out here cheating, I'm a snitch on your ass. And I'm cool as shit. Like, don't get it wrong. I just don't tolerate scumbag behavior. That's good. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I am the I'm I'm the friend you want to know. <laughs> and I was telling another girl, I'm like, I used to have you know guy friends in high school, and they'd be like, yeah, I had sex with a hundred something girls, and I'm like, okay, and I'm like, well, you see how you treating her, and I'm talking to them and telling them, and I'm like, and then I used to have, and they were all friends, and you know, I had a boyfriend at the time, and I'm like, and, and I'm telling my best friend, and he's like, oh, I, I didn't want to tell you because I didn't know if I should tell you, you know, that's my homeboy. That's my bro. I can't turn on him. And I'm like, what? No, no, don't, don't get that wrong. You see, I don't have that kind of morals. And that is very true. Like, if you fucks with someone, you shouldn't be just turning them over. But I've always been a very honest person, even with myself. This is why I would be the worst criminal. I did it. I don't need to go to court. Lock me up right here. Right? But when it comes to just how people are, many people are like that way. They won't say a word because they're just trying to protect that relationship. I don't give a shit for you, our relationship, actually. You shouldn't be doing garbage stuff, you know, but I do understand the respectful version of this, which is when you see this going on, you know that you can't approach the situation because I have siblings and they're not like me. I'm one of the more, you know, spearheaded ones, but black sheep. However, you know, they're scared to approach certain situations simply because of the relationship 
respect dynamic when it comes to your family, your blood, your close friends. You won't say shit. Your boy cheating on his girl, you ain't saying nothing. You know, like, they'll probably hype you up to do it. You know, but I get that, you know, and, and the regular version of that is a lot of people don't say nothing simply because they respect their friendships. They mind their own business. I don't want to get into that, you know, and that's how that normally goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you for that, Raheem. But go mm-hmm. ahead. Next. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, I'll probably speak from a different lens, at least growing up being West African, right? So, I mean, I think a lot of the, you know, a lot of a lot of like what I've seen that would like kind of fall into the bucket of what you're asking is, it's very weird, man. I think I think for me, like I have a, like a big family, right? So I have a, so I'm able to kind of do a lot of compare and contrast between my direct household with my parents versus like you know a lot of how my uncles move, right? And there's a ton of differences, right? I mean, I think for one, you know, granted a, a complexifier in this is that like you know like being Gumbian, right? Like polygamy is still a thing, right? You know, I have like my brother is the only one among his. I mean, my dad is the only one among his brothers that you know only married one woman, so. You know, that dynamic is very different in my household versus others where it's just like you feel like, you know, I have uncles I just feel like are very womanizing. And granted, it's, it's just a lot more normalized in, in that culture because it's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm married for different women, right? So, I mean, it's, it's okay, you know, based on like our religion or our culture, but it's just like, you know, there's stipulations within that that you still got to appeal, right? Like, you know, a lot of like what, you know, the goddess was when, you know, when that stuff entered the culture, it was just about, you know, you still have to treat all you women equally, right? You know, they still need to feel financially and emotionally supported. And there's a lot of things to it, right? So I'm not going to get too deep there, but it's just like, you see a lot of the men in your family who just feels like, damn, I'm just going to come home from work. My wife got to come and bring all my food to the table. You know, she got to freaking, it's like, it was almost like you have servants, right? And, yeah, think, yeah. you know, it, it kind of just turns into a thing where it's just like, damn, it's just, it feels weird watching a lot of that stuff happen. You know, being as westernized as we are, where it's just like, you know, we didn't really grow up with that being super normalized, right? Like, and even at my household, right? Like, my dad, yep. my dad, my mom, like, both my, like, my mom has never been a stay-at-home mom. So, like, I grew up with both my parents always working, and they did a great job offsetting each other, right? Like, if my mom is working, my dad is cooking and cleaning, right? And obviously vice versa. So, and with that, like, he instilled a lot of that in me. Like, I, like, I moved out right after college, but I mean, I knew how to do a lot of stuff. I knew how to cook. I knew how to clean, because my dad... You know, he made sure I knew a lot of that stuff before I left because those are stuff he just felt like, yo, beyond you getting married and, like, just wanting a woman to do all that for you, like, those are basic survival skills, right? Like, you should know how to cook and clean. You should know how to just do a lot of that stuff and to kind of exit, you know, the mindset of, like, yo, these are gender norms. Like, you know, my wife has to do all of that for me. So, I mean, I think that's when, that's when it gets, like, very, you know, weird when you, when you kind of, like, leave. Like, like American culture, you get into a lot of like Caribbean and African culture is still like, you know, there's a lot of things that are like a lot more acceptable in those cultures versus what, probably what a lot of stuff we wouldn't accept. And it's just like, it's definitely very interesting to watch. So yeah, I definitely do have uncles that for like the way they move is definitely, and I feel like I'm nothing. And then I'm going to cut a straw right after this because I've been chatting, but I think, you know, family's <laughs> going to teach you how to move one way or another, right? And yeah. like, if you have great examples in your family, they're going to teach you what you want to emulate. And when you have poor examples, they're going to teach you exactly what you want to avoid being as you go. Yep, right? I mean, I, yep. think, I think more than anything, you could pull from those regardless. Thank you for that, Bakari. Quinn, you have something? Zeke? No, I'm good. All right, Zeke? Uh, for me, a lot of males in my family are an example of what not to do. Mm. And... I remember my grandfather asked me to have a girlfriend. I'm at elementary school. I'm trying to have fun. Try to watch anime. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I ain't trying to think about that. And it's like, 
the way they moved and like the story I heard from my grandmother. Cause my grandma used to say all men are trash. I'm just like, you're raising two males also. <laughs> so you got to do that exception, like your experiences. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it's more of like, and a lot of them are older. So like, I, I'm not around it as much. Cause my mom pretty much raised me like, in our house, we pretty much isolated. So it's more of just like, okay, a lot of things in their life is not going well. So just don't do what they're doing. Make op- at, least, <laughs> at least the opposite decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that. Got That's it. what's up. Okay. Thank you all for sharing. You like to share something? If you have to, you don't have to. No, I'm not saying that. Don't. I mean, I explained this before. <laughs> like, um, I have more brothers, but you know, my mom's side, I'm really close to just the brother that I have here. And no, he does not treat. I've seen him do what he does since I was a baby, right? When we used to go to the park, I seen the way he talked to women. I seen all the women he brought in the house. I just seen the whole plethora of things that go on, right? And I could talk to him, and I could tell him like, what if someone was doing it to me or to my sisters or like even to your daughters, right? And it's like that. Even that probably didn't get through, right? So I guess it just comes up to like who you wanna be later on in life, and like what yeah. you want to just to you. Um, and like, and then I think about like my uncle, like. From what I know, he's an amazing man. I mean, he treats me with the utmost respect, right? Um, and so that's where that comes from. And like, just learning from like, and I was explaining this, you know, like your family for women, I feel like for me specifically, and I'll speak for myself, I learned that black, what black men can be and what they are capable of through the men that immediately entered my family, right? So my father, my uncle, and my brothers, right? And so having known that my father was not the greatest man in the world, right? the way we met my mother and the way we were conceived and the way we were made like that just right there just flat out tells me like this man is just terrible right and then in this case it's like now he's Jamaican so I'm like every Caribbean person I encounter I'm like mm, question mark right oh, um, respect <laughs> is wild I'm not really yeah. I'm, not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being very fruitful in everything I'm not saying I hate I'm half Jamaican I don't hate it you good man it's established. I don't care. <laughs> I agree with whatever you went through, right? You good. Yeah. So, like, you know, there's that's just how the life has been. And um, I think for them, like, you know, just speaking up and saying something, like, we, no matter how small it may come out of your mouth, but, like, you have to mention something because then it's just going to continue. His friends are going to do it. You're, the next friend he meets is going to do it. And when you hear that behavior, it's just going to be like, oh, okay, so this is right for me to do. But then same thing that Raheem was talking about. He doesn't care about, like, you know, the friendships that he has are like the, what, what he's trying to conceal in this relationship um, based on the behavior. And it's like, y'all, that where, that's where your brain has to get to at some point. Like, I don't care. You my bro, you my friend. I've known you since middle school. Like, I'm not trying to hear, you know, what you got going on. It's like, I get that we've known each other this long, but like it, the shit needs to cut out at some point. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, that's where, and it's the talk. Right. It's like, oh, did you know I had sex with her? Oh, she a hoe or this, that and the third. And it's like you sit with your friends. You know, you do this. You know, you hear it like it's 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 not OK, but it has to stop at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, I mean, for me, I have like, a, <laughs> I don't know, I always bring like seriousness to these type of conversations. But like um, the experience that I witnessed in my family yeah. was like yeah my dad it was a wife beater right and yeah. i would say from the ages from birth to like nine years old and like i had to deal with my mm-hmm. mother's trauma of having a 
male figure yes. in that household that some way is like upbringing or like maybe through like the way his family taught him because my dad's father when he was like four years old at a really young age so he had to step up and be the head of the household at like 10 going out in the streets and selling stuff especially back in ivory coast like west africa and so he had a lot of responsibilities placed on him and so through out that upbringing, possibly not having his father in his life and learning right. how to interact with women, maybe despite the way he was brought up, that he felt like he was justified to put his hands yeah. on my mom. And then yeah. as a child, seeing that and witnessing that and having to deal with that, unlearning those type of behaviors and then making sure that I don't portray that type of behavior in my future family, it was really difficult for me to like, like yeah. untwine those knots. And so with that, and I feel like Raheem kind of touched about this, like, okay, like you may have a family that portrays negative behaviors, but it's whether or not you allow that behavior to influence you and you can justify your behavior through your past experience or you stop yourself right there and then you become like a better person with those experiences in mind. Like I want to emulate the experiences that I had in the past or I want to challenge the experiences that, that I have in the past. And I feel like every man has to deal with that type of choice some point in his life in order to like proceed and step forward. And so with that, <laughs> we can move on if nobody has anything else to share. Um, no. So do men have a habit of breaking a woman's trust after obtaining it? You can you guys can take some time. Raise your hand when you're ready. Um Raheem, oh Bakari, go first, go first. Um, um I mean yeah, I have seen it, right? I mean I, I like I have friends who like who just move in a way that I'm just like, yo, bro, like you gotta do better, bro. Like like I, I had like one of my close friends from when we grew up who I knew and met like his like the mother of his kid, like he was fresh off of having a kid, and I just knew how he was moving with other girls. It's like it's hard to kind of like have those conversations when you know, like, I right, no matter what I say, you're gonna do what you're gonna do. But I feel like as a real dude in this situation, bro, I gotta voice my my opinion on it. What you do with it is what you do with it. But yeah, bro, like I it definitely definitely like I mean, and granted, I don't know if habit you know, means that you feel like it means that, like, a lot of men do it. But I think, like, it's a lot of examples that I've seen as far as, like, you know, someone doing all this work, to, you know, to, like, pursue this woman. They finally get the woman, they build up her trust, and then they just fucking, like, throw all that away. And it's like, okay, for what, bro? Like, what was, why did you even bring her on this journey just to do her dirty? And then you're going to turn around and be mad hearing, you know, all oh, black men trash. But it's just like, bro, you did nothing but live up to that. So... <laughs> I feel you. Um, that one, that's just having game in general. A lot of women don't understand that. I hate talking about it, but it's true. Right? You build up. He he, he didn't want a relationship. The relationship kind of just happened. He just wanted some cheeks. He had to work for it. He got it. He don't give a shit. Without getting into it, that's how it is, right? But do all men talk about that before my lips was moving with no sound? Yes. No. No, we don't. 
I kind of answered that wrong. Um, we don't. And the truth is, like, for me, like, with my current girl, the amount of hype that came with getting her trust is like, oh, it's over. I'm about to spam you in wild love right now, you, you know? So, like, a, a lot of us guys, we really don't think like that. You know, like, after I get her trust, I'm actually pretty excited. Like, I've been fucking working for this all my life, you know? That's how I feel right there, you know? Like, I'm not going to throw that in the garbage, you know, that's where all the nasty comes through. You feel me? I get all that trust. You all hardworking. Say less when you come home. You know, but I don't know. It's weird for me to just like, you know, work so hard for something and throw it away. Yeah. You know, like, and I think that comes down to the person's initial interest in the per the individual in general. You know, like, what was his intentions when he was talking to you? And this is something that comes, I, oh, the psychology, I'm really trying not to get into it. But I guess I have to, right? This comes down to the terms on which this person was talking to you. And I think, um, and this is why I do not label people for trash in this situation. It is trash behavior, but you ain't trash for doing it. Why? Because you really made it clear what you wanted. And a lot of ladies tend to deny it. You know, like, you, you out here wearing all this crazy shit. You think he was really talking to you because you had a nice personality? Nothing about you walking up the street said, yeah, she's a great person. What she's asking for because of what she wears? She just wanted... No, no, no. Don't, don't. I'm trying to explain it to you. I know how it goes. I know it's a tragic... But this is like... You're getting to hear it from minds that actually think like that, you know? So just hear me out. And I am not like that. But it's something easy for me to understand simply because I'm a guy. You know, you think like it. It, it doesn't change, right? And... When those trash men and trash behaviors happen, that's truly what it is. It's not like it's some kind of weird thing every guy does. I don't do it. Y'all heard me literally compliment people while I was talking. You look great laughing a lot, you know, but I don't go past certain things, you know. So it's like when it comes to that, that's how those people really genuinely are. It's not like they build it up to destroy it. If a man truly loves you, he will not do that to you. So all the building up and stuff, like, what's the point? If that was the question, why do they do it, right? They just wanted to smash. And then a relationship happened out of that. He didn't care for the relationship to happen. He just wanted the sex. <laughs> no, 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 seriously, that's the, that's the answer for that. How honest was he when, he when when it came time for him to say it was just about sex? But doesn't that make him trash anyway? What, if he's honest with her and he explains to her that all he wanted to do was have sex? No, no, you see, the thing, the problem is, it, ah, all right, all right, game, game one-on-one, you cannot tell her that's all you want from the jump, you ain't gonna get none. Listen, listen, and I'll be quite honest with you, okay? I've had multiple relationships in my past, okay? I don't Are you care. Gucci? That's what's up. If you honestly come out, and this is all I've wanted from anyone who spoke to me, and I'm not saying I'm not saying all I've wanted was straightforward relationships. If I wanted mess arounds, okay, cool. But if you can sit there and I ask you, so what is this, and you tell me, no, okay, okay, I get, I get, I get where you're coming from, right? A lot of these men don't understand. Nigga, you trash, okay? Plain and simple, you're just garbage. But you see, yeah. it's like okay, one on one, you don't want to tell her like, yeah, I want to have sex because ultimately she might just tell you she don't want to. But maybe that's yeah. just on the big ugly or cute or whether she wants no, no, to. No, no, you, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. very so, Honestly, question of like, can you just tell her, like, you know, honestly, I, I literally, I really just want to have sex with you. All and right, if you're all not. All right, all right, listen. 
not every woman is as understanding as you are. And I can tell by the way you talk, right? You got a lot of experience and you know what you want. Therefore, it's, in, it's, more, it's more of a, a turn on to you that a man is very honest with himself and knows his intentions, right? Okay. However, a lot of chicks aren't like that. And again, I talk to many people. Some people you really do have to lie your way in. And that sucks, but it's true. I cannot go out there and tell someone I think they just, no. You know, that works with older women, women that know what they want. Best thing ever. Best thing ever. Tell her what you want. Hey, look, you're looking real fucking. And that goes well. Normally it goes well. You're right. But that doesn't apply to many women at all. And I'm not going to be out here just justifying how these dudes behave. I'm not like that. I'm not with it. I think it's really stupid. I'm very honest. but that's that's why it happens. They they're just trying to get some relationship came out of it. Now they're like, ah, oh, fuck. Right, I hear you. So we're here to someone you said, like, you earn the woman's trust because you have a goal, and you're gonna break that trust after you completed that goal. That's what you're saying. No, I wouldn't do that personally. No, not you. Men. No, men, yeah, they do that. Listen, you have to earn trust to get cheeks, all right? No girl out here sleeping with men she don't trust. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Come on. Come like, guy, like, be a little realistic here. Like, like, feel me? Like, I'm not like this, but I do understand the concept completely. Okay. Right? Like, I think it's really unrealistic to really sit down there and say, like, all right, yeah, these chicks really would let a, you know, I don't trust somebody, let them smash. Like, what the fuck? Yo, your life is in danger, baby girl. What you doing? You know, but yeah, a lot of these guys would gain that trust to get what they want, and then just they don't give a fuck afterwards. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> these are these are beautiful points, Zeke. You got something to say? Yeah, um, yeah. I think I can't remember it was either both either middle school or high school. But I remember they've been warning us about like the dudes who say they want a relationship with you, then have sex with you, and then never call you again. So I Jesus think that's Christ. a very rampant thing. Like that, even a school had to warn everybody, not just like women or females. Like they had to warn even the guys. Like yo, don't do like this. And it's like, okay, then, then yeah, I see there a lot of it. Like you have to like like infiltrate and be like, all right, cool, this is who I am, and then I'll reveal who you really are yeah. at the end of it. Okay. okay. Yes. Yeah. Yo, women do it too. It's okay. I saw you. <laughs> Fame statements. You got you got any disagreements? <laughs> you got any disagreements, Bubba? No. Uh, no, nah, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> got you, got you, Quinn. You got anything to say after Raheem's statements? Nah, but I agree. I agree with what Raheem was saying. I feel like when we when we frame in the 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 question, like men have a habit of gaining your choice. I mean, your trust and then breaking it. I think, you know, that's a personal it's a, question. It's a it's a process. Yeah, <laughs> from being honest and being there, but your point in being there is not the same reason why she's invested in a relationship. Okay. Yes. So y'all gonna have different outcomes, and then I mean, it's just like a job interview. Like, think about it. If you of go to a job yeah. interview. Of course you're going to gas up what you be doing. <laughs> you're going to lie. And you're going to lie a little bit because your ultimate goal is to get that job. <laughs> then when you get that job, 
you're going to go back and you're going to be the same worker that you've been. You're going to be doing, you know, what you always do. And so in the same way, when you got a woman, you're going to lie a little bit. You're going to stretch the truth a little bit to get what you want. And then after you get what you want, then you go back to the same way that you've always been. And that's when issues start to arise. Yeah, but let's clear up. That's just how the game is. That's not how we are. It's just something like, it's like how ladies could tell when ladies ain't up to shit. It's something us men can't tell at all. You know, like, if your girl got a problem with some chick and we have no freaking clue what she's talking about, it's the, the, the literal equivalent of us men being fully, unbelievably capable of reading another man. Like, it's the most insane shit. Like, yo, you're giving me that I want to smash your girl vibes, bro. I'm not feeling it. You know, but it's it's something it's something we all understand. Like that's just how it is. Like I know some women out there see some fine ass dude. She know the best way to get him clearly is not just like going on about it. This guy is way too up on his high horse. I'm about to finesse the shit out of you. Like you really nice and smart. You think that dude's smart? Now nah, he hella stupid, man. You know, but he gonna fall for that shit anyways. <laughs> you know, now she got a fine ass dude, and now he's in question. Why is she moving like that? And I'm pretty sure a lot of us guys in here has been that way. So, you know, I've had those experiences with chicks too, where, you know, like I'm out here catching feelings because Shorty know how to do her coloring book. <laughs> your whole monster on the side, yo. Hey, don't be laughing, man. I like girls to like the most innocent things ever. I'm not for all that fancy shit. Like if you're a good person, I like you. And imagine how easy it is to play that kind of heart, you know? So, it's something I, I totally get. I totally get it. But not all men are like that. That question's a little... Uh, that question was way too on the stone because it had an answer before we even answered it. <laughs> Why do men do that? Like, no, 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 not all of us. All right. <laughs> all right? That's a game. You got to understand what it is. All right. Thank you for that, Raheem. Thank you. Zeke, Zeke? Well, it's like, if you, it's like a lot of times people get, get, get into relationships with like, some people are here for a good time, some people are here for a long time, and nobody has that conversation beforehand. They're just like, hey, we are attracted to each other. Let's, get, let's be around each other. And it's like, what you here for? You gotta, like, I got to know because like, I ain't got time to waste, I ain't got money to waste. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> people should communicate their intentions before even joining yeah. That's a trap, man. That's a trap. <laughs> That's a trap. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. If like, never do that, please. Ever. No, no matter if your intentions are good, don't. <laughs> By all means, that's how I got in my relationship. But I'm not gonna tell anyone not to do it. Like, just that's not good to do. Not a good plan. Got. Uh, we can move on to the next question. Thank you for sharing for that. <laughs> yeah, so now we just want to know. Do men divide women in different categories? Damn right we do. Of course. What the, what kind of question is that? Yes, we do. Please elaborate on what, what categories we are defining. First of all, by the way you're talking, you're in the high tiers. You got a nice shoulder on your body. We actually think about shit like that. We are, I'm going to tell you, like, not all, like most men, we do not look at your body. I'm going to keep it real. Like when it comes to getting into a relationship, your figure is the last thing on any man's mind. No. So how, how we go is we do it like there's like criteria. It's like you got the bad bitches and the chicks I would actually want to get with. And then you have the chicks that just don't exist. 
You know, and it's like, those are the ones, she just got too much going on in her life, too much damn talking. The categories. We damn, we do. We, of course we do. Everyone got to have categories. I can't be out here loving everyone. You crazy? Okay. Sorry. You, really you got to be smart about that. You know, like, there's the guys to fuck and there's the guys to get in relationships with. Uh, Raheem, one question for you. So, you, you have different categories, right? Of okay. course. Okay, do you put a different value on women? In um, oh, y'all almost had my stock value drop with that question. <laughs> Gotta be a little sensitive right there. Um, do I put different values? Um, no, but when it comes to um personal interest, definitely. But when it comes to the value of a person, that's something I'm just very like nonchalant about and very relaxed. Okay. You know, I'm not gonna look at you any different. Uh, I'm not. Okay. So between Michelle Obama and a stripper, you don't see no difference in value. You crazy. You are crazy. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you how you got to look at this question. First of all, there's too much anxiety that comes with Michelle Obama. She's great and all. Just too much anxiety. And now you got to worry about this damn stripper. You can't keep her. So I wouldn't date either of them. <laughs> but would I put any values? No. There's no values between those women. Are they both worthy? Not they have they have different jobs they have different life directions but who they are as a person and how happy they'll make me that's actually a very mutual plane and that's something I always, I'm very I hold strong to myself like you could say putting women in categories is just me being silly but when it comes to actual interests it's how happy you can make me. Got it. Yeah. So if that's gonna make me happier than Michelle Obama then Shags you good. <laughs> Anybody else? Uh, yeah, go ahead, Bukhari. Yeah, I'll go. I mean, I think we all naturally bucket women, right? I mean, you bucket, you know, the girls is just like, I know nothing about you, but you are really attractive. So, like, you know, I might want to do that, right? You know, you have the girls, like, you know, after a few conversations, like, no, I'm really intrigued. Like, I want to know more. And that's probably, like, how you would probably think about, you know, some of you might consider dating. And then you probably have the women who's like, yo, I don't even care how you look, bro, but, like, Yo, you are so dope. Like, you are the homie. Like, you get what I mean? Like, it's just like you have different ways. You kind of just, like, bucket women naturally in terms of, like, you know, some yeah. you may want to pursue romantically and some days you just like, no, you're the homie. I don't even care to ever do that. Um, <laughs> but I think more than anything, I think the point about this, like, that also shouldn't lead to, like, you having different respect levels, right? Like, yes, I think I agree. I think all of them, you still should treat a certain way. Yeah. And, and... In that way, it should always be respectful, I guess is what I'm saying. Like, it, 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 like the girl that you don't find attractive shouldn't get a different level of respect from the girl yep. you think that's absolutely fire. And even, like, using your Michelle Obama and the stripper examples, like, yeah, I mean, naturally, like, not, you're not going to look at them the same, but, like, that doesn't mean you should, like, outwardly disrespect one over the yep. other, right? Like, so I, I, I guess that's my thing. Like, you're going to naturally bucket people, like, not just women. You're going to bucket people in general, but, again, like, the respect should be consistent. There's the bums you give money to and the ones you think that are stink. Look at it like that. <laughs> they both bums, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but who I'm giving a dollar to is a different story. <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing, bro. We do that with life. That's that's uh, everything. I have different type of dogs. Like, your dog is mean. That's low-tier dog right there, but I'm not going to disrespect your dog. The one I might steal, the one that, you know, the airs go back. Once you go on your lap and stuff, yeah, that's adorable. I'm going to take that. Got you. Quinn, Zeke, you got anything else? Yeah. 
I think this question, like, we categorize everything. Like, yep. Even, even, even other dudes, you might be like, yo, this, this, this is a person who I play games with. Okay. Maybe we both on a P5 or something. Mm-hmm. This is a dude who I would go and get a drink with, you know, somebody who I could actually talk to, you know, and different people in your life serve different purposes for you. That's just the reality of it. And, you know, women are some people that are in our world. So, of course, they're going to be categorized in different categories. Um, now, as for value, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not out here categorizing women. You know, I'm engaged. In. <laughs> so, I you, mean, that's categorizing them. You look bad. <laughs> I got a wife, though. You, you better chill with all of that extra shit. So it's like, um, you know, but like in terms of everything else, there are like different values that you place on other things. Like even in your life, you got priorities, you got things that you you're willing to lose other rather than others. Like yes. even if you're talking about friends, family, you have people around you who you're like, if that person wasn't here anymore, it wouldn't hurt me as much as it would hurt me if somebody else was gone. Yeah. Agreed, yes. I think that there is inherently going to be categories that people make, and there will be values, but it'll hurt to talk about those values. Gotcha. Gotcha. Zeke? I think it's like, a, for like the value is like a base level, like everybody gets respect, but then like what you do more for certain people might change because of how you categorize them. Like Even for me, like I have friends who are here for different reasons, and like we do different things because like this is interest or like I guess that skill set. Yeah. And then you also like when you categorize you like when you're pursuing people, you put your you're putting people into categories, all right, cool, this is who I want, this is like the categories I want and who I want to be around with and uh, like when I have a relationship with, like you have to like, okay, you have to like get pick and choose, all right, cool. You set the you select this is um specific categories and then you like, okay, cool. These are the this is the group of people I want to be around with. But like you have to still have that base level, like everybody gets respect for like not gonna do the same thing for like, say like for your mother or your friends. Not gonna do the same thing for each one of them because like they might have a different weight in in your life. True. Gotcha. Alright. Right. Sure. Sure. Um, we can move on to the next question if nobody has anything else to share. And this one is pertaining about our counterparts, the ladies. Do you guys, you guys feel like women play a role in the men in men's trash behavior? Do they? Uh, promote behaviors from men that can get us in trouble. Yes, one hundred percent. Not, I'd say. Let me take that back. Seventy-five <laughs> percent. No, no, I have to. I have to be really realistic here, right? Um, the way you respond to certain things in a relationship comes down massively to the way you communicate, right? And a lot of the times, you find bad relationships. They suck at communication. You know, it's like, those are like, you know, gas and fire, things that just shouldn't go well together. And, you know, when, when you see a lot of these garbage dudes, right, a good, like, eight out of 10, the freak, the partner's garbage too. You know, so it's normally like trash people date trash people. It's the weirdest thing ever, right? I can, I can trustfully say, because Hamed chose us, (laughs) I'm chosen, uh, (laughs) Because no, I can say that easily, simply just to the fact that, like, I know everyone here has bad experience. I'm not, 
going to pretend like, you know, nobody get turned down except for that one golden guy in this group who's dating his high school sweetheart. But <laughs> it's like I've been there, you've all been there, where, yes, sometimes it's really the other partner, but outside of our personal experiences, you know, you have those toxic couples and, like, y'all just adding fire to Y'all just not compatible at all. But what happens is they leave that relationship and bring that negative, you know, environment to someone else, you know, and, you know, women really do have a part to play in that too. You know, most of the time, a lot of these women are genuinely innocent. They ain't these damn tyrants. I don't know how women do it. I just wouldn't. Um, yeah, they part, they have a play to it where, you know, sometimes, you know, the guy's trying to communicate and let's say this guy has bad emotional control, right? Now you out here tr ignoring this dude, not realizing you creating this animal, right? And another one comes down to like, let's say sex play. Um, you know, these are sub-traits. I like to call them sub-traits. These are things that happen within a certain mentality. For instance, if, you, if you're into dominance, don't date a guy who has anger problems and try to get the dominance from him. Because what you're unconsciously doing is building an abusive man. Is that your fault? No. So I'm guessing that doesn't have anything to do with this question, right? But what happens with the girl who got her problems and homeboy snaps and slapped the dog shit out of her? Is it his fault? No. You know, that violence, get locked up for it. But, you know, she, she adds to it a lot, you know, where women are like to push a lot of buttons, really drive dudes up the wall. They know we're not going to hit them. So they do a lot of shit to get us to that point. But is he going to hit you? No, he's about to make your life a living hell. He's going to go cheat. And, you know, a lot of cheating does come down to poor communication as well, where he can't tell his girl nothing. Some other lady going to listen, you know, and yeah. vice versa. You know, homeboy can't, can't listen to his girl. Some other dude will. So, you know, that communication is one of those factors where you can ask, do women play a part to trash behavior? You know, there's women who can't take emotional, like, for me, I'm very, I'm very soft. Like, I know I don't look like it, but I am. You know, I'm all for that kind of stuff. You know, I'm very passionate about a lot of things, especially when it comes to feelings, right? And I've, I've had a lot of experiences, you know, and I'm going to be very specific. Yes, it's an area thing. These hood girls, they can't handle a guy who's actually emotionally available, right? They, they say they want it, but when they get it, they can't handle it. You know, like, he's very loving, he's very emotionally expressive, and when you're like that, they really think you're out here to do them dirty. You know, like, okay, he's being too nice, he's being too loving, he's being too caring, he up to some shit, you know, and what if the guy leaves and he cheats, right? That is trash behavior, right? But are we going to consider what led up to it? So, you know, sometimes women do play a huge role to this trash behavior. Okay. Thank you for that, Raheem. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I could go. I mean, I think when I thought about, I was thinking about the question online, I think the example that comes to mind a lot is, and, I, and Jimmy, tell me if I'm bugging, how you're the only woman here, but like, <laughs> I feel like we've all seen an example of like a girl knowing some a dude is in a relationship and, and still, still trying to talk to Yep. Yeah, like I feel like that's kind of how women can be conducive to a thing. And granted, I think the onus is still in the, on the man in that situation because at the end of the day, nobody is supposed to respect your relationship more than you, right? So it's still on you to kind of just like dub that shit, like, you know, feel me, like hold it down. But 
I think there, there is something to be said about the women who, again, know a dude is in a, in a relationship and uh, still actively pursuing. <laughs> yeah, still kind of just, like, moving weird. And, like, yo, it gets even weirder when it's just, like, bro, like, when there's a mutual party, like, a girl that knows both. Like, I've seen that, like, firsthand of, like, yo, like, you present yourself as, like, a friend to that girl, but you feel me? Like, you moving weird with her man, like, when she's not around. So, I mean, again, that's how I think that women can be conducive to that, but I think a lot of the onus is still kind of on the men in those situations just still kind of, like, yeah, yeah, that's trash women, bro. That's a different convo, man. Yeah. <laughs> trash. You know, I'm not wrong. It has happened. Garbage. But you, a lot of the time, what I also see and what I should bring up is that even, so, like, you probably know this dude and you may not, he's not telling you that he has another girl. Or, like, do I got to do research to find out that there's someone nah, else nah. that you... You know what? Like, I'm happy you brought that up. You know. No, you don't. Right. Uh, if a guy is hiding his relationship, he is garbage right off the bat. And you have nothing to do with that. You know, so whenever that situation comes up, God forbid, that <laughs> you, you know, you really don't try to criminalize yourself. You know, I've been in that shit like, yo, my, why are you wearing a ring today? Like, did I just destroy something? You know, and you, you have to separate. Yo, listen, man. Don't question. Anyhow, <laughs> it's like, nah, you don't criminalize yourself. You know, like she's not trash for that. You didn't help do anything. He would have done that anyway with someone else. You know, so it's, so it's like, you know, that, that example is still more of the man's fault. It had nothing to do with you being the receiving party because if it wasn't you, it really was someone else. Because he's definitely out here looking for something while in a relationship. Okay. Okay. Thank you for that. Man. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, Quincy, you guys... Uh... Um, I think, like, one thing that I see, and this pops up a lot, is, like, not looking at patterns when you're picking a partner. And then, like, when you make generalizations such as men are trash, well, and Raheem touched on this earlier. Part of it could be that you're actually just dating trash people. Yep. So if you're not vetting people, or like, I'll give you an example. Sometimes women will cheat with a man, and then after that man leaves his woman, they're dating, and then she assumes he won't do the same thing to me. <laughs> He's somebody who's willing to cheat. What makes you think that he won't do the same thing to you? So you have, to, <laughs> you have to pay attention to the patterns that somebody is showing you because people are showing you their behaviors on a daily basis. Yep. You can't just ignore who this person is or think that you're going to change somebody. Um, like some of the worst things is like taking people back and assuming that that person just changed for the better. Sometimes what? <laughs> no forgiveness over here, fam. <laughs> Come on, like change is something that's hard to do because if if you're doing something, then that's something ingrained in you. So changing that is going to take a lot of work. No, I wouldn't go that far. I would not go that far. Look, I don't believe in cheating, but this is one I actually understood myself, right? I'm not a cheater. I'm going to put that in the disclaimer real quick in case my girl watched that video. <laughs> and <laughs> However, I do understand one thing, right? You cannot always judge that trash behavior. Like I said earlier, trash behavior is trash behavior, but doesn't make you a trash person. It depends on the situation. For instance, if you're in a relationship with a trash partner and you cheat, 
why would you criminalize yourself? You see, the cheating is the bad part, but leaving the toxic environment isn't. You feel me? Like, I wouldn't judge any woman for doing that. Like, I would have really leaned on the part where you should have left anyways. You didn't have to cheat. Mm-hmm. But the guy was garbage, and you met that person while you were in that shitty situation. Like, that's like leaving your job for a better job. Did you really think I left then found that job? Or I found that job while I was within my job, then left during the process? Mm, okay. You know? So, yeah, yeah, just not just a little, little correct. Like, I just wanted to put that out there. You know, that's something I'm, I like to share all the time. Okay. That's a little touchy one right there for me. Thank you for that, Raheem. Quinn, you have yeah. to reply to or? Um, nah, I just generally, and I, I think it's just like just seeing it happen. I usually would attribute, I mean, I know that cheating can arise based off like, yeah, just your psychological situation that you're in. Yeah. yeah. Usually I feel like you have to be like a certain person to cheat. Like, I feel like a person who's you like if you're thinking rational about a situation and you're with a trash person per se um my first instinct would be okay let me get rid of this relationship the relationship is over not let me just try and find comfort in somebody else go back all right i get that so i'll defend the person we're talking about whoever this majestic like unrealistic you know you know what i mean this figure right in her situation it's normally females men not so much you'd have to be an outstanding lady to pull that shit off right um but a lot of women do not leave their relationship before they cheat because they actually respect their relationship right and that's i know it's a huge contradiction to the statement itself right but i'm not trying to leave him nor did i expect that to happen you feel me like Yo, emotions be crazy, man. You just sitting down, you staring out, you making out, and now y'all got a kid together, you know? And, hey, that's how babies happen, man. We we, we be thinking it's something crazy. No, pop a bottle of Henny, and that's it. Um, But <laughs> you, you know, not all the time it's like something crazy. Like, you know, like that doesn't mean that you're that type of person. You feel me? Like, let's say if one of y'all was getting killed, Hamed was in this bad situation, and I don't know who left the chopper on the floor, but you about to get it. That doesn't make me a bad... <laughs> that doesn't make me a bad person either. doesn't make me a murderer. It just... It, this situation was in front of me, and it was a choice to make. It's not like I would sit down baking that shit in my head, like, yeah, I want them to fight soccer, bust a cap in his ass. No. You know, and some people actually think like that. Some some chicks be begging for their man to act up just so she can cheat and justify that shit later on. Been there already. But in those situations, definitely not. You know, like, when it comes down to the, that emotions, you know, we shouldn't be too hard on people who cheat in that manner. Be a little forgiving. Mm-hmm. Not if you're the guy, of course. Don't do that. She gonna leave you. <laughs> but when you hear the story when you hear it from someone else and this is always a hard thing i remember the, the young lady in this chat brought that up some people just can't handle your past you know um you know but when you hear it there's the circumstances on which those actions were taken gotcha. that does not make them necessarily bad or stupid that's I, I I don't know. I'm really forgiven with that one. I understand that really well. You know, even a bad relationship, someone better came along and you did not want to leave your relationship at all. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. 
Yeah. We, do, we, we do, I think, well, I can speak for myself. I have picked the same type of guy repeatedly, you know, probably done some stupid gullible things in the past. <laughs> um, and I changed the total direction with this man next to me. Um, so yeah, um, that, that I would agree with that one. That is one way we contribute to that, that behavior. But it's like, oh, you know, on us, you, man. probably emotions and other things going in. And, you know, we also have high expectations or we also know or see something in the future that could possibly happen. People that was the lies. That was the lies you we were talking about. I'm an astronaut. Yeah. This guy's going to fly me to the fucking moon. But, but you see, but, okay, but you see, but this is, it's just the reality of the human body, right? We just, this is the way we're thinking. We're just thinking... He's going to change. He might do this. He may do that. And that's why we stay where we are. And it's hard for us to tell ourselves it's time to go. It's time to leave. It doesn't matter who we're listening to. And also, of course, our parents are probably... That's what love is, man. It's also discovery, right? And so if you hear it from anybody, you're like, girl, you should leave that man. And you're still there, right? So, I mean, it's not... We don't deserve it. But we just expect so much more from our fellow men in our life right <laughs> i mean i think that comes down to the psychology of if you love someone you expect them to love you back so if you have faith in them then they'll change yeah i just wanted to just throw that out there thank you Zeke, did you have anything to share before we ended off with the last question i'll say it's either like indirect and direct like indirect i'll say more like an environment when it goes up in and they see like a toxic relationship where it's just like abuse and everything, cheating, and, like, they keep breaking up and coming back together, and the child sees yeah, that, yeah, and yeah. like, like, okay, this is, like, uh, what our uh, actual relationship is supposed to be like, and then emulate those um, tendencies, and then I would say more of, like, um, uh, like, direct is more of, um, when you see, like, you try to, you, like, I hear, like, about relationships with people, like, they get into relationships to try to change the person, mm-hmm. and then they don't change, and then you just, like, what did you expect if they if they have those tendencies and like it's been a history of repeated yeah. repeated actions like what do you why did you get into there to want to change the person? Got you, got you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we finally made it um, to the last question. I just want to thank you guys for being so transparent mm-hmm. with your experiences and you know talking about a lot about your experiences and thank you for just being on this episode. This was. This has been great. We're all here for you, man. You chose us, and we're here. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So the last question, I'm actually going to be crazy. So we did this before with the ladies in the first episode, and we basically want to reconstruct the black men are trash phrase. Yeah, yeah. So I want to task you with, like, what would you use at the end of that sentence? Like, black men need, black men are what in order to find a way to improve ourselves, what we need to do to, you know, push forward and push past this statement that we somehow placed in ourselves. So, for example, like, instead of saying black men are trash, it can be like, black men need therapy, black men need to be heard, stuff like that, in order that you think will improve our situation and our behavior towards women. That's soft, bro. Yeah, and it mainly just came from this aspect. Um, you know, one of the guests on our last episode, she explained, she really broke down the word trash. You know, we're, it's basically garbage. Like, are we saying that our black men are garbage? Like, are we throwing them away? Do they not have value? And we all know we don't believe that. I love all black men. We're going to make it all in this community one day, right? We're, we're not going to keep 
calling ourselves these negative things, right? And so we want to reframe this negative statement and make it something into a, a positive or, you know, in that criticism, yes. Oh, you guys got me feeling like a Republican here, man. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go first with you? Um, uh, that's uh, very, um, you know, it sounds easy to just rephrase, but it isn't. That's the truth for me. Um, I would say it's not even black men in general. If we're talking about black people, I'll stick to that, right? Yeah. Um, I'd say we need to be more emotionally accepting. You know, a lot of negative behavior comes from this stuck-up stigma. Mm -hmm. You know, we have this belief that we have to be something. We have to hold on to certain things. We can't show certain emotions. So it's like I would say black men should be more emotionally vulnerable okay. right and however however that's very difficult because when you are a vulnerable man and i'm, I'm i know these ladies start acting up when i say it but yo y'all make it difficult for a brother to actually be soft because when we are open right we get attacked for it you know so it's like low-key impossible to be like that you know you find the right girl yes that's gonna happen no, 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 no disagreement, right? And I know, I know a lot of ladies will say, yeah, but I've been this and that. Yo, listen, you were dating a trash-ass dude in the first place, all right? That's that. I'm not going to disrespect your experience, but I'm going to simplify it, you know? But I do think when, when, with um, emotional vulnerability, a lot of change happens. You know, you're, you're able to receive more. You're, you're able to accept more of your negative traits and adjust to them you know, create like in a creative manner because you know you can you can admit that you did something bad, but can you make a change for that to happen? And then for that to happen, you need to be vulnerable. You know, be able to cry and shit, man. All that tough stuff making you evil. Yeah. Cry, get a puppy. Have a nice night. Good. Yeah, I'd say black men need to be more uh, vulnerable are we restating the statement or giving a solution i think i'm giving something else no you're good, you're no, good. oh, oh. okay okay All right. thank you you're very welcome okay. yeah i mean i think for me just freestyling because i feel like i, I, I would uh, i probably could think of something better had i thought about it more but i mean i think just like that we need to hold each other accountable right and i think you know, sometimes we get very comfortable with the thought that, like, nah, I'm doing everything I should be doing. I'm not womanizing. I'm not, you know, reinforcing toxic or whatever. But I think beyond you, like, making sure you're doing what you need to do, you need to also, like, you know, hold the men around you com comfortable, right? I mean, hold the men around you accountable. Yeah. And I think realistically, you got to really think about, you know, what a friendship is if you can't, you know, address something negative that, you know, your man's is doing. And like critique them on it, and if, if, and if you're in a friendship that you can't provide feedback, bro, then you gotta really reevaluate that, right? So I think beyond again, just like beyond you, just doing what you need to do, just also being able to kind of like with the with the men that you have around you, like if they moving wild, say that, bro, like give that feedback and take notes on like what they do post you having that conversation. I mean, if they if they still not you know making strides towards doing better, then you again just you gotta reevaluate your relationships after that, but. Got you. Thank you for that, bro. Quinn, you next, Zeke? All right. Um, I think that in 
I think the the fix to that statement is more of like an entire community approach where it's like um we need to focus on providing confidence and positive examples and reinforcement in children. Okay. And like like just thinking back to my upbringing like in my life I've never felt like there was something that I wouldn't be able to do and mm-hmm. Part of that is because, you know, when I was growing up, my parents always told me like, yo, you do, you could do whatever you want. You're great. You know, this and that. And like so many people, like we talked throughout the show about um, inflated egos with low confidence, how dangerous that is. We talked about how um, people can't take no for an answer and all types of things. And, you know, these behaviors, they're not formed in a vacuum. They don't come from nowhere. Um, They've seen these examples. Um, They live these examples. So if you're actually creating positive environments and showing um, not only black men, showing black women, okay, these are the type of men that you should be trying to date. You know, um, because trust me, trash dudes, good dudes, dudes recognize when a woman has confidence in herself, when she's had those positive influences in herself. You'll know it and you'll be like, damn, I want one, I want somebody like that. So, you know, like fostering those um, beliefs that we've been talking about this entire episode will help um, not only black men, but black women and the entire community thrive more. Gotcha. Yeah. Thank you for that, Thank you. Zeke, you I'll, I'll agree with um, Bakari, but like the accountability is just because. A lot of times you have to hold yourself like, hey, a lot of times, like, that's why like, you got to hold yourself accountable so you can keep doing the things that are expected and you need to do. And that's like how I keep, like, myself, like, I have my morals, I have my rules. Myself, like, okay, cool. I stick by these and I strictly stick by them because, like, that's how I keep myself accountable. That's how I keep things flowing. Got you. Got you. Thank you for that. All right, gentlemen yeah. and ladies, yeah. we've made it to yeah. the... Final stretch of the podcast. Thank you very much for sharing your experiences. <laughs> Thank you, Zeke. Um, this has been wonderful. Like this means a lot, and we'll be editing the video. And if you guys also had feedback, now's your time to like share. This is this won't be like in the like official video. This is feedback for us. See what we can improve on. See what we can do better. Maybe the yeah. If you guys are interested to come back on like possibly a part three, if you're interested, we're open to that as well. Like you guys are a part of the crew now, basically.